Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. The Eagles got a win, but boy, oh boy, was it a messy win. Welcome to the NFC East. I'm headed on the road to go watch Alabama play against Tennessee. We got a big game between the Steelers and the Titans and so many things to get into with the World Series Game 3 poised to return. We'll be talking with John Morosi. We'll talk with my guy, Lance Taylor, 94.5 Jocks down in Birmingham. And I'll point out something that I think is a big failure of the media right now. How come every positive test is a massive story, but when players, coaches, and teams have tons of players coming back without a single issue from COVID, you don't hear a single word about it. We will discuss. That'll be OutKick, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern live, but you get the podcast so you can listen to it whenever you would like. I hope you guys have fantastic weekends. I got some college football winners and some NFL winners for you. The podcast is live, and it begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We begin with the woefulness that is the NFC East. And I got to say, if you wanted to pick one play to basically illustrate the NFC East in its most uh, sordid and embarrassing essence this year, it would be Daniel Jones running wide open down the field, having run the read option to perfection. There is no one near him. He's going to house it. One of the longest runs for a quarterback in recent history in the NFL. And then he just falls. No one's near him. No one trips him. He wasn't trying to avoid a tackle by anyone. He just tripped and fell 
solely of his own volition before he could score. Ultimately, the Giants went on to score on that play, but they were unable to hold on to a fairly substantial lead. There wasn't much time left, I think four and a half minutes left, and they had a lead of 21 to 10. The Eagles came storming back with two late touchdowns, and as a result, they pull away to win 22 to 21. And by pull away, I mean by a whisker, by a hair. And uh, now the Eagles, with the robust record of 2-4-1, and one, are in first place in the NFC East. And I got to tell you, I sat around like in my head trying to do the math, and I couldn't even figure out if 2-4-1 and one was better than 2-4. and four. And ultimately, I had to pull up the standings, and the reason why 2-4-1 and one is better is it has a slightly better winning percentage, but we don't have to very often factor in win percentage in terms of who's got the better record because it's not very often that we have a tie game scenario at play and also a one team having played more than another team. So in addition to being 2-4-1, and one, the Dallas Cowboys are 2-4, and four, but they've played one fewer game. And so as a result, right now, as we start the weekend with Friday, the Philadelphia Eagles are back in first place in the NFC East and poised to host a home playoff game, even though their record nearly at the halfway point of the season is now 2-4-1. and one. Uh, What else did we learn from this game? Not a lot. I will say I think Carson Wentz has played himself pretty well and that Travis Fulgham has come out of nowhere and is now a difference maker. And there are a lot of teams that are sitting around saying, why in the world did we not have this guy? But this is just an ugly game. For a long time early this year, it felt like the NFL had called off the excessive penalty calls. And now they're right back to throwing penalties that are very arbitrary on a regular basis. And it just isn't a good look, in my opinion, for the league. But again, Carson Wentz gets the win, and uh, we are rolling into a crazy second half of the season in the NFL. All right? Uh, A couple of other things that are worth paying attention to out there, maybe just a decent roadmap for where we are headed Um, In addition to all of the NFL games going on, I'm going to give you my college football gambling picks at the end of the first hour. We're also going to talk with my guy, uh, LT at Jocks 94.5 in Birmingham. And uh, then for those of you out there who are big Major League Baseball fans, I know there's a lot of you, interesting World Series going on between the Rays and the uh, LA Dodgers. And we are going to be breaking down all of that for you as well. But to me... The biggest mess and the most interesting aspect here is that the Eagles found a way to get another win and uh, they have now put themselves in position to put some pressure on the Cowboys who are also playing a division game. Cowboys on the road, I believe, against Washington, the Washington football team, and uh, we'll see how all that shakes out. Now, the biggest and best and most important game that is going on in the NFL is clearly the Steelers going on the road against the Titans. And we're going to spend a decent amount of time breaking down that game. But to me, the most interesting part of the Steelers-Titans game 
is the degree to which we've underrated Ryan Tannehill and how much, if at all, is the Titan offense going to be impacted by losing Taylor Lewan, but also getting back all of their players who had tested positive for COVID. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in the show because it has got me super fired up how every time a coach tests positive or a player tests positive, it's a major story, but we never actually have anyone in the media follow up with that story and say, well, they tested positive, but there's no actual major issues with that because now they're coming back to work and they haven't had any major health concerns. And that's exactly what's going on with the Tennessee Titans. They just announced their backup tight end is going to be back. Their number two overall receiver, Corey Davis, is going to be back. They got Adam Humphreys back recently. A lot of their wide receiving core had issues. Jeffrey Simmons, their defensive tackle, everybody who had tested positive for COVID is now back. And if you're a gambler like I am, it's also interesting that Steelers-Titans line has moved from Steelers as a two-point favorite back to Titans now as a two-point favorite. I'm not sure where exactly it is going to settle. Okay, that's the biggest and best game. The worst game just happened last night. Uh, and I know probably a lot of you did what I did, which was watch the presidential debate while also keeping tabs on the NFC East game. And as much of a mess as the last presidential debate was, this presidential debate was actually, I thought, pretty substantive and pretty good. So it was the exact opposite of the NFC East, which is awful and typically without any positive substance at all. Dub, I talked about the NFC East in general. Is there any major takeaway that you had from last night's debacle of a game? Well, if you're into bad football games, just sit tight and wait till Sunday when we have our next NFC East battle between the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team because I have a feeling it could look something similar to what we saw last night. I think there's a very strong chance that that you are uh, that you're 100% right about that. And I, I, again, we had the big discussion earlier in the week about what I think the Cowboys should do, and that is not sit around and try to think about reasons to justify giving Dak a ton of money. To me, the best play is to get in the mix for Trevor Lawrence, and that's why I think ultimately the team that ends up winning the NFC East this year, it's a Pyrrhic victory. And what I mean by Pyrrhic victory is there's no long-term benefit to it. Because whether you're a fan of the Eagles, the Washington football team, the Cowboys, or the, uh, or, or the Phil- Philadelphia Eagles, whoever, the New York Giants, whatever the fourth team is that I didn't name there, whether you're an Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, or Washington football team fan, you're not going to advance anywhere in the postseason. I know you get to host a home football game in the playoffs, but your division is so bad that probably you're going to be an underdog in the playoffs against whoever you play. And what's the benefit of winning your division if you know your team really doesn't have a chance of advancing in the postseason? I understand, oh, we could catch fire, catch lightning in a bottle. It doesn't happen very often. Usually there have to be substantial signs that your team is good. And your team is not good if they win a division with less than a 500 record, which seems very likely to end up happening in the NFC East. So we'll see what the Cowboys are capable of doing coming off of an atrocious loss on Monday night. We'll see whether the Washington football team can handle all the drama surrounding their quarterback position. Ron Rivera continues to give conflicting explanations for exactly why he's decided to uh, to, to, to kick Daniel Dwayne Johnson to the curb 
and decide to make Kyle Allen his quarterback. I don't know what the end result is going to be there, but I know it's unlikely to be very promising in the NFC East in general. All right, up next, we're going to break down more on the NFL and college football with my buddy Lance Taylor at the Lance Taylor on Twitter. Much to come in this program, but I would encourage you guys, if you love OutKick, and I know a lot of you do, Go sign up for the OutKick VIP today. We've got a special offer, 30% off. If you go to OutKick.com right now, you will see that ad right at the top of the page. It ends at midnight tonight, 30% off a yearly VIP subscription. All you have to do is go click on the link right at the top of the page that is advertising for you. Go to OutKick.com and get signed up today. When we come back, Lance Taylor will join us. Much to get to there. I'm going to be talking quite a bit about the Big Ten and the return of the Big Ten tonight with Friday Night Football and then all the games going on Saturday. That's still to come. Appreciate all of you hanging out with me. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are joined now by Lance Taylor at the Lance Taylor 94.5 Jocks down in Birmingham. Appreciate him swinging by to join us as he does many different Friday mornings. So, LT, I want to start with this. I, I, th- I know we talked about it last week in some way, but the Nick Saban having COVID story and then how the story just disappeared is kind of fascinating, right? Um, and and he coaches and like it's like it didn't it never happened now. But for a week, it was all everybody was talking about after he announced that he was positive. And then Alabama goes out and gets the big win over Georgia. They've now beaten A&M. So the, the Saban angle, but also with the A&M win and the win over Georgia, do you kind of feel like Alabama's cruising now? Like It's like they've been through the trials and tribulations already. The last six on their schedule don't look very tough, and that starts with Tennessee and Knoxville this weekend coming off of a bad loss against Kentucky. You know, outside of the game and and, and Baton Rouge, which you know we'll, we'll see if LSU is able to rebound tomorrow against South Carolina. Um, I think they're going to be fourteen plus point favorites in every game at least. Yeah. And so, yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I just don't think they're really going to be challenged. I thought it was an interesting first half against Georgia, and at times this young defense looks a little lost. Pete Golding, the defensive coordinator, is taking a lot of heat, but they got right in the second half, man. I mean, you know, to be down at four at half. To outscore Georgia twenty-one nothing in that second half. Mac Jones. I mean, there is. You know, people talk about maybe a step back uh, with going from Tua to Mac. Tua seems like a generational player, um, the best quarterback in Alabama history. Mac Jones. I'm not going to say he's better than Tua. That would be a bold statement. But his deep ball, um, the way he's played up until this point, the weapons around him. I mean, this offense is. If it's not the best in college football, it's one of the top two or three. There's no doubt at all about it. And I watched, I know you watch a lot of college football too, and I watched Alabama, and again, given the context of the the way the situation is set up now with Alabama, such a huge favorite, as you mentioned, the rest of the way, and having already beaten A&M and having already beaten Georgia, I think Alabama's basically penciled themselves into the college football playoff because even if they, I think they're going to go 10-0, and then they go to Atlanta. It doesn't really matter who they play. Probably Georgia or Florida would be a huge upset if it wasn't one of those two. Even if they lost that game, they'd be in the playoff because they'd be 10-1. and one. I feel like Clemson came out and just absolutely took it to Georgia Tech. I mean, 73-9. to nine. I know Notre Dame, UNC, they may have aspirations for the ACC title. We've already seen Clemson take down Miami in a big way. I'd be stunned if Clemson isn't in the in the college football playoff. Are you with me that basically you can almost write in Clemson and Alabama this season? 
Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, I think they'll probably be one and two seeds. And I think ultimately we'll see them play for a national championship. The wild card is obviously Ohio State. We've yet to see the Big Ten play. They seem to be getting a layup this weekend, opening up with Nebraska. You know, people think that Penn State is one of these fringe contenders. I know you're good friends with James Franklin. I'm not buying it. I think Penn yep. State's got maybe the trickiest game in the Big Ten this weekend, heading to Bloomington, a really difficult game last year for the Nittany Lions. This Indiana offense can score points, so I think that's going to be a really interesting game tomorrow. Um, but, you know, Ohio State is that wild card, but I agree with you. I think Clemson, Alabama, I'd be borderline shocked if, if, if those two are not in the college football playoff this year. I know that we spend a lot of time talking about things that go bad, but the SEC, knock on wood, looks like all four games scheduled for today are going to play. Sorry, by today, I mean tomorrow. Uh, Auburn, Ole Miss, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, Missouri, South Carolina, LSU. It's a fairly weak slate so far. But what letter grade would you give the SEC, and what would your expectation have been if I had told you through the first five weeks of the season the SEC was going to get 30 out of the 32 games they had scheduled all in. Yeah, are you talking about what grade are we giving teams overall the league? Just no, the, the, the fact that we're actually going to have, like if you've been setting an over-under yeah. for postponements, it appears we're going to have 30 out of the 32 games scheduled basically that's, as they were to be played. That seems like an extraordinary success rate yeah. as we come up on that's, almost halfway through the season for many teams. That's an A+. Plus. I mean, you look at the Big 12, it seems like they're missing games every other weekend. I mean, yeah. you know, when's the last time we saw Baylor out? Uh, Oklahoma State has been affected by this. You know, there's, there's teams all over the country and programs that have been affected by COVID, and the SEC has cruised along. So I agree. I mean, that, that's remarkable when you think about the percentages. I mean, it's really NFL-like. Yeah, um, I mean, it totally is. Uh, and uh, speaking of NFL-like, there's not a ton – I would say, of huge college football games. The Big Ten obviously playing is a big storyline. I talked about that some to open up the show about how excited I am just to have the Big Ten back in general. When you go to the NFL, are you? I watch them all the time, so I'm not sure how much time you've spent watching the Titans. I've been and watched them play twice in person. Uh, first time against the Bills, second time against the Texans. The Steelers are coming to town this weekend. Are you as impressed by the Titans as I am? What do you expect in the Titans-Steelers game? And how wacky is it? Usually you don't see the NFL lines move that much. This line has moved like four points from the Steelers as a two-point favorite to the most recent line that I have seen with the Titans around a two-point favorite. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, too. I don't know if you realize this. Only the eighth match of the NFL history of teams 5-0 and or better against each other. And, you know, Tennessee last weekend, unfortunately, I had the Texans. I don't know why Romeo Cornell went for two in that situation. The only way I could get beat, um, you know, is that game going to overtime. They lose yep. the toss, and then Derrick Henry takes beat. the game over. That was a bad beat, and Derrick Henry is a man. But hey, I know you probably know this. The last 16 games together, Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill are 13-3, and yep. which is ridiculous. And that offense is averaging about 31 points per game. So the Titans have a legitimate offense. I think you can make a MVP argument for either one of those guys. Uh, defense at times gives up some big plays, and that's my fear with Pittsburgh. Chase Claypool might be your NFL rookie of the year right now, at least until this point. Um, you know, James Conner is playing at a high level. You know, they've got Juju. Ben Roethlisberger seems to be healthy. They've got arguably the best defense in football. I've just got a feeling Pittsburgh goes on the road and knocks off your Titans. Um, I think it'll be a hell of a game, though. Here's a story that I, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later in the program, I think, because I do think it's a pretty significant story. 
all of the Titans players who tested positive for COVID are back, and they're effectively going to be playing this weekend on Sunday. So every time one of these guys tested positive, it was an, oh my God, it's unbelievable. The Titans have another positive. Everybody was running around like their hair was on fire. Now all of these players are back. None of them have had any kind of significant health issue at all. And I bet I'm the only person out there with a national sports talk radio show who will even point out that all of the players who had tested positive and were not able to play for a while are back and the Titans have their full roster and allotment of players without any COVID-related issues. Shouldn't that be a pretty big story if we're going to treat all of the positives as massive stories? Shouldn't the return of all these players without any sort of significant health impact be significant as well? Absolutely. I didn't even really know that until you just said it. I mean, you're not hearing it from anybody, but you saw all the positives, like I'm saying, right? Like you saw the drumbeat of, oh my God, here's another positive. If any staffer gets tested positive, you hear about it. So, yeah, I think it's very significant. I think it's obviously been underreported. And back to Nick Saban, you're right, it was a huge story until the fact that he gets three um, negative tests in a row and they call it a false positive and he's able to coach. And then everybody just kind of drops the whole situation. You know, I thought that whole – you wonder, Clay, I mean, if that's Will Muschamp to test positive or Kalani Sataki at BYU – do you think they're even given the opportunity to have three more tests to see if they can actually? Well, I know, think this is I think this is a credit to the SEC. But honestly, what it makes me think so, you know, we went to the White House on uh, on Wednesday, and I had to get a COVID test in order to uh, to be able to have access to the West Wing and to the the, the leaders of the nation, which you know probably is a, a good uh, good proxy, a good position to have, right? Um, and so I, I tested negative, right? And that's the second COVID test that I've had since March. I took a COVID test back in July. People who listened to this program, you could they had drive-through COVID testing in uh, in my part of town in Nashville. And I was like, you know what? I just I want to know what a test actually feels like if I'm going to be talking about as many positive and negative tests and everything else. I want to know what the protocol was like. So I tested negative back in I think it was July. Somebody can go check the archives. I talked about it on this program. Drove through, and I mean that was like the excessive test, right? Where they basically put a a probe. It feels like all the way up into your brain to to rub it around. The new one at the White House that they were doing took an hour to get a result. And it was just a basic nasal swab. It wasn't in any way difficult. It didn't hurt. Um, and uh, and they do it for the press in the West Wing pretty much every day. If you're covering the White House, they are there and they uh, and they make the, the choice to kind of give you a little bit of a nasal swab, right? Like that's a commonplace uh, activity there that they do. But I've now been tested twice. When I see all these false positives, and Nick Saban is a good example, and we've seen them happen a ton with players and with, uh, with different support staff, and those guys are getting tested multiple times. They have the luxury to be able to go back and say, wait a minute, this is negative instead of positive. How many people out there tested positive wow. and never had it at all and quarantined for two weeks and didn't work and kept their kids out of school? I mean, I, I don't think it's crazy to think there are millions of people in the country that that applies to. Oh, yeah. I mean, it really, it could be as significant as 15, 20%. I mean, really, who knows the number? I mean, I know so many people that have tested positive. Like you said, they've been quarantined for 10 days. Didn't have any symptoms, didn't feel bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they felt completely fine. And they're like, you know, it's basically just watching Netflix. I know guys that have been out, you know, you know running six miles a day, yeah. um, still drinking. 
because they're like, I just don't feel, I feel, I feel great. And, but I tested positive and I can't go back to work and my kids can't go to school. And so, yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's probably a significant number that we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's absolutely crazy. Um, all right, as we kind of look forward for college football and the NFL, do you buy? So we talked about the Steelers and we talked about the Titans five and zero. Both you think the Steelers are going to win? Do you buy into the Seahawks with their defense being able to maintain the level of excellence that they've shown so far, particularly in the really tough NFC West, where I know you're a fan of the Rams, so you watch a lot of those games? Where do we go from here? Are the Seahawks truly the best team in the NFC? Well, I mean, the good news for the Seahawks is you might have the best player in football right now and Russell Wilson with a 19 touchdown through five games, which is the second most in history. It's been amazing offensively. DK Metcalf, I think I've seen you tweet before, is he the best receiver in the NFL? You could at least make that argument right now. Yep. So they've got the weapons offensively along with Lockett. I think Chris Carson is a guy that can do a lot of things out of the backfield. But you're right, defensively, I'm not sure. And now you get Kyler Murray, and I've got – kind of a weird situation one of my best friends decided not to get sunday ticket he's a cardinals fan so the rams cardinals games have been staggered back and forth with a lot of east coast games so he's been able to come over here and watch his cardinals so i've been stuck watching the arizona cardinals and kyler murray is one of these electric players but in 22 starts he's 9 12 and 1 and still has a million balls batted down so you know he's an electric guy when he gets on the outside and he creates with the feet and obviously having deandre hopkins has been a big lift for that offense but if the Seahawks really want to flex this weekend, you know, you can't get beat by Kyler Murray. I think the Seahawks minus three, three and a half on the road. I kind of like them in this spot. And I think the defense is going to get better. I mean, Pete Carroll's a defensive guy. Yeah, I, you would think at some point they are going to get better. We'll have to see from there going forward. Do you expect, Let's. I know I'm bouncing around from NFL and college football, but I want to go back to the Big Ten being back in play. Do you expect for Ohio State to truly be head and shoulders above everybody else in the Big Ten? We talked already about the fact that Clemson and Alabama feel like kind of for foregone conclusions to be in the college football playoff. Is Ohio State that much better than everybody else in the uh, in the Big Ten? I think they probably are. You know, it's almost a, a Lincoln Riley from it, and this is probably a bad example this year with Oklahoma. But for the first three seasons with Lincoln Riley and Norman from Bob Stoops, and that's kind of what it looked like last year, making the transition from Urban Meyer to Ryan Day. They've just got SEC athletes all over the place. And Justin Fields in that offense, I think they're going to be nearly impossible to stop in that conference. And I really just don't know who competes with them. You know, next week against Penn State will be interesting. We'll see what Penn State looks like this week against Indiana. But outside of that, you know, Jack Cohn, is injured for Wisconsin. Uh, Michigan's breaking in a new quarterback in Joe Milton. And, you know, Harbaugh, you can go on and just book it. He's going to lose at least three games every year. This is kind of the way it is. They've got a difficult opener in Minnesota. So, yeah, I think it's Ohio State and everybody else. It almost reminds me right now of what you've got back to Alabama and the SEC and Clemson and the ACC. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've made the analogy for a long time that Clemson right now in the ACC feels like USC back in the days of Leinart, Bush, and Lindell when they were absolutely dominant and nobody else was on their same level. And I know UNC and and Miami and Notre Dame are pretenders for the ACC crown, but I don't think they're real contenders. And so I I think right now you would have to make Ohio State, even though we haven't seen them play, which obviously is a bit of an exaggeration, but we'll see this weekend against Nebraska how they look, and I expect that the answer will be really good. And then Clemson and then uh, Alabama. And the team to me that is kind of under the radar and could sneak its way into the playoff and not many people are talking about, I'm curious if you think this as well, is Texas A&M. 
Because if you look at the remainder of their schedule, there's a decent chance they make the run all the way to 9-1. and one. I think you would have to look at their schedule and say, there's a very good chance they go 8-2. and two, And I don't think 9-1 and one is out of the question at all. And if that happens and Alabama beats Georgia or Florida in the SEC title game, since those teams already have one loss, I think there could be a chance that 9-1 and one A&M is sitting there and might look like the best available option outside of Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson. You know, I mean, there's a possibility. I'm not sold on this A&M team. Another double-digit win this past weekend against Mississippi State with an offense that is completely lost right now. I just don't trust Kalamon. You know, had the game of his life against Florida and that first top-five win for Jimbo as A&M's head coach. We'll see where they go. You know, the, the interesting thing is before COVID and the reschedule in the SEC and the conference-only schedule – I thought A&M had one of the easiest schedules in college football, and I thought it was going to be a layup for them to go 10-2 and two just based on that schedule. And then the reschedule, I thought they got punished the worst. And I thought they had one of the more difficult schedules, but based on the way the first four weeks of the SEC has played out, now it does look possible that they could navigate and go 9-1. and one. But again, is Kellen Mond going to be able to be consistently good week to week? And I still think there's a lot of teams uh, that can beat A&M. I mean, you just look at a team like – you know, from from Arkansas, Ole Miss. I mean, these are teams, you know, week in, week out that can just pop up and beat you. Yeah, and that's the question, whether A&M is going to have the uh, the wherewithal or stick-to-itiveness to be substantially better, even a Tennessee or an Auburn with Bo Nix and Jared Garantano, who both Auburn and Tennessee fans are completely fed up with. It's possible that one of those guys could have a decent game and suddenly they, they are in position to steal a game from A&M. And plus – We've seen Jimbo's team slip up before, right? Uh, even when he were, they were great at Florida State, they were in a lot of t- tight games with teams that were substantially inferior. Um, as we roll into uh, the weekend, appreciate you joining us, my man, and uh, hope you have a good final weekend before Halloween. By the way, what are you doing for Halloween? Are you coming to the Halloween uh, party? I'm, I'm thinking about coming out to your Halloween party. I mean, the good news is it's Friday night, so I can yeah. still get you know settled and watch all the games on Saturday. Um, you know, as far as Halloween, Halloween, I'm watching games. But, yeah, there's a good possibility. I mean, how I would think that you've got one of these um, over-the-top, um, you know, swanky parties. I mean, how, how crazy do the costumes have to be? I've been thinking about this. Well, I mean, people are pretty dressed up. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not like an insane uh, – I don't know. I don't even know how to describe. But everybody has to come in a costume. So like I, I don't you can't show up like in a you know basic every, everybody is noticeably in costumes. I wouldn't say it's swanky. I mean there's lots of alcohol and uh, and everybody has a good time. But uh, but yeah, you should, I think you'd have a good time if you come up. Okay, have you have you already decided? I know you probably don't want to break it out, you know, coast to coast right now what you're going as. But if you are, yeah. you guys have already figured out the costumes. Okay. Yeah, my wife has picked our costumes the last four years, and they have been at least somewhat couple costume e. Which, when you throw a Halloween party, I think so. You're you kind guys of the could expect- be going is. Billing Hillary Clinton, right? Yeah, yeah, we could theoretically be billing Hillary Clinton. We're not <laughs> billing Hillary. Like, like I'll give you examples. Last year. I was Jon Snow and she was Daenerys right after Jon Snow stabbed her, right? So like yeah, she had no, the, she good, had the yeah. dagger, like the dagger in her stomach um, that was, uh, you know, kind of fastened. And then I was, uh, I was Jon Snow. The year before that, I was Macho Man and she was Miss Elizabeth. Uh, and the year before that, I can't even remember exactly what it was. And she'd probably remember a lot better than I would. So we've had, you know, the couple costumes for a while as we've been having our Halloween parties. 
Yeah, okay, so I'm going to try to make plans. Um, I'm, I'm going to sleep on your couch, so far is okay with <laughs> that. You know, you know what the truth is? There are so many hotel rooms that don't cost anything right now because almost no one is on the roads anywhere. So, I mean, you can get an incredible hotel room in Nashville right now for 100 bucks, which that, hey, ordinarily is not the case at all. Upset and upset I know. History. You remember you, you and I, we had the, uh, the Airbnb for a uh, – a preseason game and, and things got a little uh, sideways. Yeah, I tried to was, get you a place booked because it was impossible to actually get a hotel room. I mean, like for a while there, one. Nash, that's true. It's the last you time I slept in. on a futon. I was a grown man sleeping on a futon when I came in because we could not get a hotel because Nashville used to be the biggest pain in the ass town to get a hotel in. That's true. I mean, the city was so underbuilt for hotels, and that's really what kind of led Airbnbs all over the city of Nashville to explode. A lot of people, that was the only place they could find to stay. Uh, LT, we will uh, talk to you. Uh, well, hopefully I'll talk to you next uh, next week, and hopefully I'll see you at the party next week as well. Yeah, perfect. Have a great weekend, Clay. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Yesterday, I wasn't in normally. I came on a couple of times to talk about being in Washington, D.C., but I am back normally now, and that's why I'm going to give you Santa Clay is coming to town. I'm going to give you my gambling gifts for college football. Now, usually those of you out there uh, know this. Usually I give these in the final segment of the Thursday show during football season, my college football gambling picks. But for all of you today, uh, I have got the picks this week, and uh, I think we got a lot of winners. I'm not going to lie. I think we got some good, solid winners here uh, coming up in the w- college football weekend. And again, I want to welcome the Big Ten back, and I want to welcome the Big Ten back by suggesting that at least in the Big Ten, we are going to see a couple of interesting results, and in particular... I believe that Nebraska is going to cover against Ohio State. Now, let me talk about this game a little bit and tell you why. First of all, this is year three now, I believe, for Scott Frost at Nebraska. The last four years, Nebraska has lost by margins of 41, 5, 42, and 59. That is a lot of rough results. 41, 5, 42, and 59 the last couple of years, okay? Things get better this year. I think that Nebraska loses by only three touchdowns, which sounds like a lot of points because most of the time you don't be like, hey, my team only lost by three touchdowns, but you will cover the 26 if that happens. And so I am on the Cornhuskers and uh, the people from the great state of Nebraska, Big Red covers against Ohio State. Also in the Big Ten, Indiana, the star-crossed Hoosiers football team, They are six-and-a-half-point underdogs at home against Penn State. Next week on Halloween, Penn State is hosting Ohio State. Indiana is maybe the team out there of all of them in the Big Ten that flirts with winning a big game every year in the Big Ten East. Oh, they're going to beat Michigan. Oh, they're going to beat Penn State. Oh, they're going to beat Ohio State. And then inevitably, sorry, Indiana Hoosier fans, you know I'm right, In the fourth quarter late, you guys fade, you disappear, you end up losing. But I think they are going to cover. I really do. I think Indiana is going to cover the plus six and a half. So there are two Big Ten games to celebrate the return of the Big Ten. All right, I got eight more good picks for you out there. Get your pen and paper. Get your pencils. You can also go read these at outkick.com. And uh, if you don't have your pens and papers, inevitably, Whenever I give out the picks, people like send me DMs, they send me messages, and they say, hey, can you just send me all your picks? They're up at OutKick. 
You can't miss them if you go to OutKick. You will find them there. All right, Auburn at Ole Miss. I think the wrong team is favored here. Ole Miss, you are getting points as the underdog. Plus three right now for Ole Miss. I think the lane train is going to be back rolling in Oxford, and I believe Ole Miss is going to win this game outright. I don't just think Ole Miss covers, but you can still take the plus three. I think the Rebels win outright against Auburn, who I don't believe in. Do you buy into the Gus bus or the lane train? I am firmly, squarely on the lane train here in Oxford. Kentucky at Mizzou. I think Mizzou wins this game, and I think they cover. I gave it out at plus six. It's now around plus four. I think it's a no-brainer here that Mizzou, two weeks to get ready. I love their new quarterback, Connor Basilak. I think that he is a difference maker. He went 29 for 34, 406 yards passing, four touchdowns. He's a freshman against LSU two weeks ago. Kentucky whipped Tennessee. I don't think Kentucky is very good. They've got nine interceptions in their last two uh, two weeks. I think the turnovers return to normalcy, and I think Mizzou covers, and I actually think they win outright, but you get Mizzou plus four to six, depending on where you're betting right now. South Carolina, another underdog in the SEC. I don't think LSU should be favored by nearly a touchdown on anyone. South Carolina pulled off the upset last week for us over Auburn. I think they keep this very close, might even win against LSU this weekend. I got South Carolina plus the six and a half. NC State. NC State right now is four and one. They have won three straight in the ACC. UNC is coming off of a disastrous performance on the road against Florida State. I think NC State plus 16 in this big state showdown. And I believe NC State plus 16 covers against North Carolina. Notre Dame at Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh plus 10.5 is the play here. You know, Pitt has played, this is their seventh game this college football season, their seventh game. I think they're ready for a challenge. They've lost three in a row. Two of those losses have been by one point, one in overtime. They played Miami even last week. I didn't like what I saw from Notre Dame going up against uh, against Louisville last week. I think they are going to cover 10.5 here is the number, plus 10.5 for Pitt. I like them against Notre Dame. And the game that uh, – a couple more fast ones. Clemson is going to blow out Syracuse. Clemson is going to absolutely dominate Syracuse. The number is 45. I think this is going to be an ugly game for Syracuse. I also like TCU plus the points plus nearly a touchdown against Oklahoma. And uh, the game that I am going to, I like Alabama by about three touchdowns at Tennessee. I don't believe in Jared Garantano. I don't believe in this Tennessee defense in the secondary. I am going to be there at Calhoun's on the river from 1 to 3 in the pregame on Saturday. You can swing by and uh, and say hi to us there in the parking lot on the Tennessee River. Alabama going to cover and win their 14th game in a row. Nobody's stopping Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell. Certainly not this Tennessee defense. There you go. Ten winners for you as we roll into the second hour of the program. Appreciate all of you. Make sure you go download the podcast and don't miss a single minute of the program. Up next, we're diving back in. The best games of the week in college football and the NFL. I am Clay Travis. This is OutKick. 
on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox all right game off we got to pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you already talked about that but there's just so much good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much to get unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!